in episode 42, we end up talking about supplements. And one of the supplements we end up talking about and focusing on is creatine and how all of us are using it, actually. And Prime Yourself wants to highlight Blonix and now Progenix Amplitude. Progenix Amplitude is now a creatine. And of course, Blonix I personally use. And I know a couple of the other coaches use as well. So they want to feature them this week at their store, primeyourself.com, or just head on over to the Poughkeepsie location. And you can find their store in-house right there. What's up, guys? Dave here. Episode 42 with Mike Dola coming at you real fast here. Oh, man, this is such a great episode. I don't even know where to begin. This will probably be our most downloaded and played episode up to date because Mike's got freaking 22,000 lifetime members, part of the Stronger You campaign, and also 60 staff members. Pretty crazy. We get into a lot of stuff here. I mean, we get into nutrition, we get into lifestyle, we get into hiring the staff that he's got, how he met his fiance, everything you can think of. This is just like one of the best, if not the best episodes we've ever had. Just so many little nuggets that you guys can take home here too. And if you guys are around for February 9th, there is going to be a stronger you seminar at our poughkeepsie location so i hope you guys can make it i hope you guys enjoy the episode this is again it was an honor to have mike on and and he is such a great guy to to just have in your corner so welcome all the new listeners and uh enjoy the show well now we can you want to start it back up yeah Yo, just so just have that same conversation with Mike you just had. <laughs> <laughs> Which one? Which one? First of all, let me introduce who we got here, because could be any Mike, right? Common name. We have a local legend here, now nationwide legend. Worldwide, man. 45 worldwide. Forty-five countries. Damn, 45 countries? Wow. Get the fuck out of here. That's awesome. It's <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't worry about it. <laughs> He's got a BMW out there. <laughs> uh I'd like to introduce Mike Dola to the fucking podcast, man. Owner, <sighs> founder, creator of Stronger You, Stronger You that's taken over the world. Yeah, up, I Mike? mean, I, I guess. Um, yeah, my name is Mike Dola. I started, uh, I got my start locally starting a CrossFit gym, CrossFit Newburgh. Didn't quite work out. But uh, Dave, I want to thank you, man. You came by when I first started and welcomed me to the local CrossFit community. That's right, man. I had no clients. I was just a dude that wanted to train some people in a garage. But didn't quite work out because I didn't want to go all in, go into debt to try to open a big gym. I didn't want to take that much risk. So I kind of pivoted and went to online nutrition. That was what I knew best. Right. That gave me access to a lot more people. And it allowed me to hide in the bathroom at work and still do a good job for people's nutrition. Yeah. So, so let's back job. up for a second. Right. So I remember what year was that? When 2013? 2013. Yeah. Yep. I remember my girlfriend at the time now wife went over there same situation that i started in just the garage yep and i remember just bullshitting with you and seeing how it was going and then you're still working your your full-time job though yes yeah, so you could tell you're miserable yeah i mean it, it wasn't like the worst thing in the world right but it was like human resources not really fun work we were doing a good thing we were in like the uh we were in the medical field helping like sick children. Mm. We were providing nursing services and stuff like that. So it was a really cool thing we were doing for the world, but it wasn't exactly what I was excited about. Mm -hmm. That's cool. So then 
you so take us through how stronger you started so stronger you um basically crossfit hit me up and they're like hey man are you gonna re-up your affiliation and i was like oh crap i'm not too sure because at that point it was like a hobby i wasn't really making money I wasn't really growing. It's funny you say hobby, but we'll go back to that. Right. Right. It was like a hobby. I did it after work. I trained a few people. I think at the most I had like 16 members, but any given month it would drop, it would raise. It wasn't enough to really be like, all right, job, I'm out of here. I'm going to go live the dream and train people all day. So I was just like, crap, man, I know what people need. And for me, it wasn't training. People were training. They could train in all the awesome local CrossFits. There's a lot better ones than I could offer. So I was like, these people need to eat better. Nobody knows how the hell to eat. Everybody's confused. No matter, you know, you ask 10 different people, you're getting 20 different answers on what you should do. And it's not so much that people don't know what to eat. Like we know to eat fruits, vegetables, lean meats, less processed foods. That's basic bullshit. But nobody knows how to actually do it. And that's the missing piece. That's what I thought I could help with. So how did you get into nutrition? Did you get a cert? Did you go to school for it? Yeah, so my my formal education is in business. um, But I got into this field by messing up a lot. Probably over the course of, at this point, 15 years of trial and error. Got the certifications, NASM, Precision Nutrition, various textbooks, seminars, mentors, And a lot of real-world experience just working with people carried over to the nutrition. It's not exactly the food science, but it's more like the people science and figuring out why people do certain things. Wow. I mean, I have a bunch of questions, but you had a question for us. How did we get this started? Yeah, how did you you guys get this podcast? Yeah, the podcast. So we're just (laughs) dicking around one day. This was your idea. Yeah, it was me, you. It was me, you, and Kevin. Yep. Rest in peace, Kevin. Kevin. (laughs) People forget, man. He's still alive. He's still still alive. alive. He still works. Uh, That's the worst. (laughs) And then we just had the one outside. (laughs) That's the worst. Real jobs. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I don't know. Yeah, I think you just went out and got the equipment one day. I went out, got the equipment. Because you must have had the idea. Because we already had the equipment. It's not like we had our first podcast with shitty equipment. shitty equipment. It was all this setup exactly yeah. right here. I was like, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna do this half ass. I'm gonna go out and get some really good equipment. Oh yeah, so the audio <laughs> yeah. was really good. Right. And, and then, then from there, the first episode, terrible, <laughs> like absolute. Is disgusting. it still up there? I think so. I Maybe. Know. I yeah, we started one, and it's, it's at first you just know you're just you're kind of like rambling, shy and rambling. Yeah. And there's no, and you not you don't need structure, but you need to not sound like a buffoon right and i'm sure my first few i was like what the hell am i doing Do you, so you started one we started one we haven't filmed one or recorded one in a while we're starting up uh we actually just did our first two that will be released soon so dude was, you should keep it going man. yeah it's awesome. because you know what we all thought like uh we're just gonna who's gonna, yeah, who's to gonna listen to this yeah. dude we have thousands of downloads. Yeah. That's Every single awesome, one man. is different. We can we can have so many different topics. Yeah. We could have guests from outside the company. We yep. can have candid conversations with our clients. Dude, you have testimonials up Dude, the ass. Right. Yeah. And not even like to market, but just to talk to people. Right. Somebody out there is going to be just like that person mm-hmm. and it's going to hit them and they're going to be like, holy shit, I can do it too. Right. And that's that's pretty damn cool. Cindy McKinnis. Yeah. I just saw a post. So shout out to Cindy McKinnis. She 
just put it out there too yep. and like she's very uncomfortable doing that but her results man she owed it all to you and cross yeah, it's awesome man she she's awesome in our group and our community i see her posting all the time and we'll meet up soon so t- do you guys have any questions right now i, I mean i have a bunch, bunch of questions i know I mean, yeah well, what, what came to my mind was like, what, what was, was there a breakthrough for Stronger You? Was there like that one famous testimonial? Was there, yeah, like yep. what, what really turned the tides for Stronger So you? I talk about her a lot. Cindy Akampora, you guys might know who she is. She owns uh, Hudson Valley Royal Athletics across the bridge. She was a Facebook friend of mine. I met through a local CrossFit competition at CrossFit Orange, probably in like 2012. So we kept in touch. I was that dude that was just posting like fitness, nutrition stuff on Facebook, probably annoying all the people that didn't care, but I was connecting with the people like her that were watching. And we just started talking about, you know, nutrition. And she's like, I'll hire you. I went to her gym, talked to her. I think I charged her like 40 bucks a month, like nothing. And then she brought me into her gym to talk to her people. I think there was like eight people, seven or eight people showed up. I was scared as hell to talk in front of people. I still am, but I just do it because I think it can help. And um, I think in like six weeks she got abs and I was like, oh my God, like it worked. <laughs> and oh at, at this, this point, actually it's like, works. From where <laughs> my crest. Right. From where I was sitting, it was like, I'm just a dude that had some theory based on all the science and research of nutrition. I never had a single person that listened to me specifically that got results until her. And then it was like a lot of local people were like, all right, this dude that was rambling all over the place on Facebook might actually know what he's talking about. (laughs) He got someone a six pack. (laughs) Where is he? (laughs) I want one of those. (laughs) So then did you have a name in mind at that point? Did you know it was going to be stronger? You did you toy around with other names? It's actually interesting. My legal name, even when I had the CrossFit was always stronger. You that's cool. And I just, I think a friend on the internet on a message board years ago kind of helped me with it and I was like it makes perfect sense stronger you as a person and as an educational standpoint that's awesome okay it's like yeah, the perfect, perfect I think it's a perfect name a I thought name. it was a little corny at first and nah, maybe some people no, still do think no. that but I think if you know what we do trying to make people like really learn about food and become a stronger person not physically but just mentally and every which way you look it's couldn't be better yeah it's not a corny name now no it's it's great (laughs) no so you said um you went crossfit was a hobby right so you you weren't sure and then it started with cindy yeah cindy right yeah cindy Cindy. and then after that you said i'm going all in well so this was like i balanced both for a little over a year my full-time job and the stronger you online nutrition and just month after month, it was busier and busier. And we still don't really do a lot of marketing. Like I'm everywhere. I'm meeting people. I'm talking about it on the internet, but we're not really like advertising. And I was just helping people. They would tell more people and it just kept growing month after month. We were helping more and more. And at that point it was just me. And then, uh, my fiance now, but my girlfriend at the time was like, you probably have to quit your job soon because I was handling a client load of about 350 people. Yeah. And I knew him well. I was available all the time. I had a new relationship. I had a full-time job. So I was like, holy shit, like this little hobby and interest that started with the, you know, the, the, the desire to just help a few people ended up making more money than my regular job. And I had to jump ship so I could keep the, the boat sailing. Okay. 
that was 2000 uh about may 2016 i quit my job so how scary was that when you're like, i was scared shit man um <laughs> it was nuts because like on paper like if anybody that knew business or anything was looking at us they would be like yeah dude you're good man go like the revenues for the business were higher than my yearly salary in a month and i'm like all right <laughs> this makes sense what the hell are you scared of and i remember it was um was it uh memorial day in may right yeah yeah, yeah, yeah memorial yeah. day in may i was i remember walking around the block just like answering emails and then my phone disconnected from service and i was like oh my god i'm gonna go out of business on the first weekend i can't contact my people at&t didn't know what the hell was going on turns out i had to call them disconnect service and reintroduce or re-add it but i was like so scared and i still am because yeah. now we have other people we're responsible for mm -hmm. it's not just me some jerk if it doesn't work i could just go get another job and that to me is like unacceptable i will i could never work a regular job again yeah there's no way heavy is the crown that's yeah. awesome yeah. man Dude, so who did no you way. turn to to help you out with uh coaching nutrition coaching everything like that uh, so i had a coach his name's trevor cashy he's an absolute genius phd at 23 awesome dude uh kind of encouraged Wait, me doogie hauser yeah, yeah. <laughs> he encouraged me to to go for it um and then i just followed a lot of the guys in the industry and a lot of the people that you know were kind of under the radar not the dr oz's not the the keto books you know you go down barnes and noble those book aisles on nutrition it's just a bunch of people that want to make money off of a, a fun idea right it's just those people have never helped anyone and i joke like if i came out with a book it would say mike dola actually helped people like those are the letters, <laughs> yeah. those are the letters after my name i'm not a doctor right. i'm not a phd so that's the stuff people are kind of learning from and it's just misleading the hell out of them shit i don't even know where to go next yeah, I was thought there, there's this theoretical and then there's this practical applications people can be, be so book smart i mean as, as an engineer right. i would work with them they're so book smart they would you know they have all these theories that they know equations up the ass right. but until you get in the field and you work with the contractors and you work with the actual people that yep. have been you know hands-on i think that hands-on is so important Right. Book smart, yeah, you need a little background on that, obviously, for your foundation. Right. But to be actually in the field, changing lives, talking to people, getting your hands dirty, that's huge. It's like nobody understands it until you actually do it. We, I mean, it's, it's not hard to be a nutrition coach. You go take one of these tests and you're a nutrition coach. You think when somebody pays you and they want to you know, get advice from you that they're going to follow. But then you start working with them and you're like, holy shit, this is so much deeper than food. You're not just telling people here, do this mm. and kick butt. If that were the case, we'd have 20,000 amazing success stories, but we don't because it's hard for people. It's not an easy thing to do. And yeah, on paper, everything looks easy. But once you get in there, you're like, wow, I got to teach this person how not to mess up on the weekends. That's like the shit that people need help with. All right. Everyone's starting. Everyone seems to be starting at either a fitness business or a fitness Instagram or a nutrition business or a nutrition Instagram. Why do you think you did it better than them? Customer service, man. It's everything is about member experience. I think a lot of people see a few successful people in the business and they say, that's easy. I can do it too. They, you know, they're in shape. They post their Instagram fit name, whatever. They think all they need is 100,000 followers and people will start buying their stuff. But they realize 
they're talking to everybody, but at the same time, they're talking to nobody mm-hmm. because nobody cares what they say. Damn. Oh, that's good. It's crazy, that's man. True. It's Put on a t-shirt. So like <laughs> you, you clear the noise out. Like I didn't even really know those people existed when I started the quote unquote fitness professional. I was just like, these are my clients. I'm going to talk to them. I'm going to teach them how to do shit. They're going to do so awesome that I don't even have to worry about selling because they're going to walk in a room or tell a story and someone's jaw is going to be on the floor. And I just sit there and I wait for the other people to sign up and then repeat the process over and over and over. That's awesome. Yeah. I kind of want to hear the sales pitch. Like, let, like, let's say someone, you know, has no idea what stronger you is. You, they obviously need right. help with nutrition. Right. So it's either someone listening or someone walks in. I need help with nutrition. I hear your company's the go-to. Let's go. Right. What, so what do we do? We're taking a realistic approach to nutrition. We're not telling you exactly what to eat because that's not your problem, even if you think it is. It's food strategy. It's fitting in a certain lifestyle around, you know, mixing a certain lifestyle with the nutritional sciences and finding that sweet spot for each person. And during this, we're gonna introduce you to an awesome community. Our Stronger You community is probably the, the, a big part of why we're here today. It's just a supportive, awesome little place where I call it like the Disneyland of nutrition. There is no negativity like in there at all. And along with that is you're gonna be educated. I don't care what you do with us for 12 weeks, 24 weeks, a year, whatever. I care about what happens or what shape you're in and how happy you are a year from now. And that's not what a lot of like programs can say. They're like, if you stop buying my shit, you're probably going to gain weight back. I'm like, <laughs> I'm going to teach you the shit that you need to know for the rest of your life. And that's what people need. But it's not always an easy sell because it's not as exciting. It's not gonna, I'm not going to tell someone they're going to lose 20 pounds in two weeks. You do some of these other diets that flush you of water and glycogen yeah, you'll lose 20 pounds, but what happens when you eat a bagel yeah. again? comes right back. And people hate to put the work in. That's, that's, that's They the want thing. the quick fix. They want that quick I'll fix. I'll tell people straight up. It's, sometimes it's a pain in the ass, but you're going to be really excited and really happy that you did it. Yeah, the result is the, the huge reward after the, the pain in the ass stuff. Right, and, you, and like, there's like all the non-scale victories, right? It's not just what's on the scale. Yeah. It's not just the mirror. It's not just the gym. It's like how you feel when you wake up. Like, what is your health like? Are your kids now influenced to eat better? These are the things that you have to look for when you're trying to improve your nutrition. It's, and there's going to be times where it's going to have to be selfish. You're going to have to make choices for yourself. You're going to have to learn how to say no. But you really have to just tell yourself, this shit is worth it. Like, I'm like thinking as a, a lifelong dieter, many people are. It's like, when do you actually stop doing that bullshit? And just put in the effort and really learn how to eat for you. That's what we're trying to do. Right. Instead of these yo-yo diets bouncing around from paleo to keto to zone to Atkins, you're just teaching them a lifestyle that's sustainable for them. There's no name for this. Right. Yeah. Nutritional science and strategy and application. Yeah. And follow through and education and then boom, you're a different person. You say diet different. Right. Explain that. It's, I mean... It's, it's funny cause it's like, and now it's almost like it kind of evolved from don't diet change. Like everybody's dieting. They're restricting themselves of all this other stuff for a short term to get a result. And then they go back to something else mm-hmm. and we're trying to diet people differently. And diet just means the way somebody eats. It's not like restriction, but that's kind of what it evolved to the definition. And we're just like, we're going to do it different. 
That's it. Cool. What's your website? Uh, StrongerU.com. Nice the letter easy. U. Yeah. That makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> we had to buy that website from some guy in, uh, where was he? Oregon? Jerk. What, 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 was, the, what was the business before? Uh, he, he was uh, a kettlebell gym. Really nice guy. Oh. But we were like, hey, man, we want that name. Because we were StrongerUFit.com. Yeah. Okay. It still works, but I was no. like, eh. Stronger, stronger You sounds better. Yeah. 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 It's much so better much than kettlebells. Better. Exactly. Yeah. 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 <laughs> kettlebells are cool. <laughs> yeah. All right. So somebody walks in and they're looking. You have to pitch them this longevity diet scheme and uh, process. So where do you start with them? Do you say, okay, track what you eat for a few days? Uh, here's some macros. Like, where do you go? Right. So we have them fill out this pretty thorough form, everything from like, who are you? What's your dedication level? What's your height, weight, age, your goals, um, your daily activity, all that stuff. And then we'll take that. We'll use some internal processes trying to figure out their macronutrient breakdown and give them a starter guide to try to, you know, help them along the way, like what they actually have to do. And then um, that's kind of it's it's interesting because a lot of people will see that and hear that as, oh, they're just another macro diet. But the, the macros are not about where you start. It's about where you go and the adjustments and noticing like the habits that each macro will influence. So like, for example, if I give a guy 80 grams of fat and he goes and eats cookies and cakes all the time and candy because he can fit that, maybe a good idea is to reduce his fat, not from a physiological standpoint, from a practical standpoint, because now this guy's going to eat healthier foods. So there's those things you have to pick up for. And that might not be in week one, two or three. But as you keep going, you start to know the client. You start to see what actually happens with these numbers because the numbers like I don't give a shit if you're a little off above below like 100, 200, 300 calories. That's not really going to matter in the grand scheme of things. It's what you're going to do most of the time. And I look at the macronutrients as basically like, you know, they're just these boundaries. It's like structured flexibility. You, you're within a certain structure, but there's all this flexibility within there. And you have to find out some people eat straight up paleo on macros. Some people want to eat more keto style so we can adjust stuff like that. It is so much more about what someone can do versus what they should do. Cool. Very good. Damn. How does it work? It's a one-on-one -on -one coach. So if I were to sign up, I'm mm -hmm. signing up, by the way. <laughs> yeah. So, so Turbo, how, you know, what do you ask this guy? Who, who's interested in starting like take them through the process yeah so you'll go right on our website strongeru.com right I on like the pricing it. page there's a sign up form you'll fill that out you'll make payment that'll go to our admin team they'll review your information they'll pick one of our 56 coaches to work with you directly so coach, do you i'm sorry is it any coach or is it someone that's going to be tailored to what he filled out so it's going to be based on what he filled out and everyone is pretty much on board with the ability to help anyone sure outside of like specific things like in like super endurance athletes and like um certain medical conditions we have like 11 registered dietitians on staff now so we can pretty much help anybody but someone like you will look at your your information the admins will say this coach is yours they'll connect with you the coach and then you're off to the races one-on-one -on -one. you get added to our community you have full access to the coach so you could text them. We like to say they're in your pocket at all times. Mm. So if you're out to dinner or you're, you have some random event coming up and you need some help, you text your coach. Who are you texting? My coach. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My food parents. <laughs> and these coaches know that, hey, listen, you have to be on all the time. Yeah, and it's within reason, right? It's I'm like sure. <laughs> we're, we'll answer you as quick as we possibly can. 
but we like to value sleep. So if you text us at 12 o'clock at night, we might be asleep. But the community acts as an assistant coach. So 24-7, since we have people in like 45 countries, there's always someone that's out there watching you. Mm. Like always someone to help you. So 2 a.m. you post a question. Be like, yeah, I've had a four Jack and whiskeys. <laughs> Jack and whiskey. <laughs> you ever have a Jack and whiskey? What the yeah, hell is all the time. John orders it all the time. <laughs> a whiskey and a whiskey. The old Jack and whiskey, baby. But yeah, there's always somebody whiskey there. Whiskey tequila. So. Well, close it. Close it. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> So what have these coaches done to, are they all uh, certified the way that you are? Do they have the PhDs? Are they registered dietitians? Like what have they done yeah, to so, become a stronger you coach? Uh, they kissed my butt Hell for a yeah. long time. No, um, Come here. No, I'm, just, I'm totally kidding. <laughs> no, uh, we have what I think is the best coaching staff in the world. I don't think at this point there is a single company that has a collection of coaches that know and has seen what we've seen. And it's certified coaches with things like Precision Nutrition, registered dietitians we do have a phd who is our director of nutritional education so she makes sure or she makes sure our entire staff is up to speed on all the most recent research and all that fun stuff so and not only that they have to be the right person it's not just about what you know nutritionally like what's your customer service what's your availability what is your passion for this stuff is this something that you would want to do for free obviously they get paychecks but for me like coming up I was on message boards. I was all over the place giving nutrition advice because it was what I, what I was into. So I don't want this to just be a job for people. Like this is like what we do. Right. You don't want to just collect a paycheck. You want to go right. like you want to your passion. And that's right. what I say to these guys. Just go over the top of everything. Exactly. Doesn't matter. Yep. Go above and beyond. Otherwise, and you don't belong here. Right. Right. And I, dude, I see it all the time. People apply. I'll check them out on social media, and I'm like, no fucking mm -hmm. way. No way will you have access to our network and serve our people. There's no way. I don't care how long you've been in the business. I don't care what you know. If you're not the right person, you're not for Stronger You. So you started here in the Hudson Valley. Yeah, right out of you, Newburgh. You're yep. still here in the Hudson Valley. Yep. Now you're across 45 different countries across the world, right? Um, what made you stay here and not like run away to maybe closer to the city where you have a population of 8 million. I mean, we work online. It doesn't okay. matter where I am. Okay. This is home, you know? All right. My fiance is from here. Our family and friends are here. I work online. So if I want to, I can travel somewhere and work from there. So there's no reason to really leave. Mm -hmm. If we had a corporate office and I had to like be around those people, maybe I would. But as of right now, it's, I'm pretty mobile, you know? Do you work from home or do you have an office? Uh, I have a home office in my house, yep. but a lot of times I'll go to Starbucks and other That's coffee shops. Yeah, I'll go all over the place. <laughs> I, cool. I'm usually at home, though. What is with the Starbucks thing? Dude, it's just local and it, they got like cozy seats and I know where the plugs are. Free so Wi-Fi. <laughs> it's like, free Wi-Fi. So. just set up. You can make that in your house. Yeah, I, ha you? I have an office, but sometimes you're just like, I got to get the hell out you gotta, of here. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I got to be around you gotta people. got to disconnect, yeah. Right, right, A little right. bit of background noise, maybe. Exactly right. And a there's frappuccino, a, maybe. Yeah, there's a new Starbucks going up in Vail's Gate in New Windsor. So you're I'm pretty pumped. Excited. Yeah, I'm about to talk you're to the manager pumped. and be like, that is my seat. Here's the type of chair I want. I buy one coffee per day. Deal? Cool. <laughs> His so, name is going to be on a seat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dedicated to Mike Dola. <laughs> so how did it go across seas 
like how did strongly you so did athletes travel or did you it's pretty much like this person in this area is facebook friends with this person and that that person sees this person and from this crossfit community like we're big in crossfit masters we have clients in the peloton groups like all over the place so with the internet you, you know you look at the world and you're like holy crap it's huge but everybody is so hyper connected that we're all kind of like in the same spot so much opportunity now yeah with it's the internet. crazy man it's like i we have jobs because of yep. this internet no doubt yeah. i would have a job that i don't like if it wasn't for the internet absolutely 100 sucks man and then you get people who you know complain that they can't get a job or like dude you have a couple hundred bucks. You got a cell phone. You can make a business you right there on your cell phone. It might not work, and right. you might be inspired by these these quote unquote hustlers on the internet to do this and that. Right. But find your thing. Like my thing was helping people with food. Like there's probably every single person on this planet has something they can help somebody with. No doubt. I don't know what that is. I don't know how to find that, but it's out there. I mean, I did it. I'm not special. I just know some shit. You right. know, that's it. Have, go ahead, see. I was just gonna ask, where's the weirdest place? Like, why are this out there? Like, you know, some Djibouti, Africa, or something. like I that. mean, we've <laughs> had, we've had people in like um, Bolivia, um, we've had people in like Iraq. Um, it's everywhere you can. Th- we have a little pocket in Qatar. There's like 30, 40 people. I wow. think like but, just a bunch of friends. Yeah. Bermuda. All, it, uh, it's <laughs> like my favorite place. Bermuda is. We have uh, we actually have someone that works there now. His name's Derek. Awesome dude. He uh, owns a CrossFit gym, so we got in there. His his clients jumped on. Their friends jumped on. Like to the point where I was there with Krista, my fiance, and a couple people recognized me in the street. I'm like, what the hell? <laughs> Yo, that's my Dola. Yeah, I'll, jo- I'll joke with her. I'm like, see, babe, I told you I'm famous. <laughs> I'm not like that at in all. In Bermuda? Yeah, Bermuda. Yeah. Because it's like it's not big. No, and it's not like, at all. Yeah. But so if Yo, you're frog in like and the, onion in? if you're oh, in the yeah, main baby. spot and you're in a stronger you t-shirt, it's like, you know, yeah. you just you'll see. Yo, that's Mikey D. Mikey D. Mikey D. Nice. Autograph? They just wanted Mike. some more carbs or something. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's a nice tax write off though yeah. for you. That's great. Dude, it's so funny because I joked about it. I was like, I was like, client recognized me in the streets, about to email my accountant to see if I can write this off. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's great. Um, how many people do you have on staff? Uh sixty. And how many of those are coaches? I believe 55, 56, because a few of the, like the internal staff also do coach. The four slackers are the admin people. I'm no, guessing. no, so a couple of them <laughs> oh. still coach. Oh, okay. So a couple of them coach. So we have a, a COO, my best friend, Michael Essie, who I brought on to help with the business end. And then we just hired um, J.B. Lubkaman, who is the chief of strategy and business development. So far, we're just worrying about the strategy part of her title. We're not going full in business development yet. We want to work on the infrastructure and get all that stuff up and running. And then we have Jessica, the PhD. And we have a guy, um, Mason Woodruff, who just makes recipes for everybody. Uh, we have Tanner Bays, who's our content dude. And then we have all the admin team. So, so within that infrastructure, what do you think you can make better? I think um, tighter systems, better communication. It's not always easy communicating and being on the same page when you're not all in the same place. So that's exactly what we're working on. Corporate org charts, you know, the the less fun stuff. Right. But the stuff that is essential in a growing business, and I had no clue this would happen. I thought I was just going to be a coach with a bunch of clients. And then we just started hiring and growing, and I was like, oh, shit, okay. We need help. I need people better than me at certain things. I need people that 
know stuff that I don't know and I can't do. Yeah. And we're getting there now. Have you ever had all, all of you guys together? Like to see how big a team Not is, like. every single one, but we just did a like a corporate retreat to Sedona, Arizona. So we had some uh, meetings, Dave, hung out. Uh, let's jump on that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ate some food. We took a bus. This was kind of like surreal, filling a bus with your team to go to the Grand Canyon. Like, yeah. That was crazy. And, and like taking the picture and being like, we're like bigger than any class I've ever been in. There was, I think, 50, about 50 people, 40 something people. That made it. It was it was nuts, man. And how do you feel at that moment? You pinch yourself. I was like yeah, all the time, dude. I was like, holy Sick. shit! Like this stupid idea that I had when people were literally like, "You're an idiot. You don't know what the hell you're doing," and look what it became. And I'm never like, "Look at me now, haha." <laughs> For sure, not not that dude. But it's crazy to think that like I used to believe it too. Like, what the hell do I know? Am I do I belong here? And we never feel like we're welcome, right? Like, you never feel like you deserve success if you're the one that has it you feel like successful people are in this secret club and it's not a secret club it's just a club that you get to if you do some shit for people that have has some value yeah fucking awesome and how many members do you have stronger you members so lifetime we've had probably about twenty two thousand or so right now Fuck. <laughs> damn damn that's yeah. insane that is a university that's, that's yeah. a weird number to think about like Filling like a stadium, not you know football, but twenty two thousand people know your name. Uh, yeah, does that give you anxiety? Uh, no, not really. If I had to talk to them all at once, I'd probably pass out. Yeah, but <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm not. It's weird. I'm like, I'm not. I don't feel like a big deal in any way. I will talk to any single one of them. I'll go out like a couple of weeks ago. A couple of members wanted to hang out at Starbucks. I'm like, all right, two and a half hours. We're just bullshitting in Starbucks. Chris is over there texting me like, hey, man, they're closing. I was like, oh, shit. Like, that's what I love to do. Just hang out with people. Chris is your fiance? Yeah. How'd you guys meet? Oh, man, this is a crazy story. Yes, um, go. It's probably going to take a little while. I'm at the club. Is she from New York, too? Yeah, you know, you probably know Chris and Minicosi. Minicosi. You, you definitely probably do. You got to show me a picture. So like, she, we somehow, I, we were Facebook friends for years. I probably just thought she was pretty or something. Facebook friended her like people do on the internet. And like, hey, uh, and she kept popping up, right? (laughs) She kept popping up on like on my Facebook, and I'm like, man, she's super cute. She's super cool. Like, I'm gonna message her, and then I was like, I'm not gonna do that. Slid into that DM, (laughs) right? I was like, I was like, dude, I'm I'm not gonna do it. (laughs) I'm not gonna do it. So I talked to two girlfriends of mine, not like relationship, two female friends. And I'm like, what do I do? One said messenger, the other one said just wait. So I kind of I tabled it. I went to my friend's bachelorette party in, in uh, Atlantic City, and guess who was there at a bachelorette party? Her. So you got invited Wait. to the bachelorette party? No, I was at a bachelor party. Oh, you said oh, bachelorette. Okay. Okay. She was at a bachelorette party. Okay. Oh, shit. The parties converged because some people knew other people from each party. Nice. And that was it. We hung out, passed out on the beach, walked <laughs> her to her, walked her to her uh, hotel room, and now we're getting married. It's crazy. Shit. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. You That's thought great, I was going to say I swiped right, didn't you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. Dude, it's crazy, man. When are you guys getting married? Uh, July 13th. Awesome. Yeah. Where? In New Paltz, Kettleboro. It's a little bed and breakfast overlooking the mountains and stuff. Yeah. So. That's awesome. Yeah. It's all good, man. What does she do? Uh, she's an English teacher. Cool. Where? Uh, Port Chester. Ah. Port yeah. Chester Rams. Shout out. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, caramel Rams. Yeah, Caramel Rams. Shout out again. <laughs> yeah. 
Lords Warriors. <laughs> Goldbacks, baby. Let's yeah, go. Right, right. <laughs> yeah, NFA. Um, shit. Okay. So, macronutrients. Mm-hmm. I'm a so say Turbo or myself. Like, say I don't want to count right. my macros. Am I a client for you? Um, you will be when I convince you it's worth it. I see. I'm not going to sell you like a, <laughs> but when you think about it, like Market. somebody comes in here and they just throw a random amount of weight on the bar. Are they going to get better? Do they actually know what's happening? No. So when somebody comes to me and they say, I eat clean or I eat healthy and I'm not seeing results, it's because you eat too much damn food and you don't want to admit it every single time. You're not broken. It's not your metabolism. It's not your age. It's not the weather. It's not any of that. It's because we don't really know what we're doing until we start tracking. Tracking makes it real. Tracking can be a little bit of pain in the ass at first, but tracking is going to show you where you messed up your whole life or where you're messing up now and what to improve on. And it's going to provide that consistency, the improvements in body composition, health, performance. You're going to sleep better. It's like, just suck it up a little bit, track, actually know what's happening, and then loosen up later on when you build the new habits. What do you, what do you, do you have a certain application you like to track? Yes. Yeah, so, uh, we like MyFitnessPal. It's My like fitness? the most comprehensive library. It goes down every once in a while. It's not the most perfect thing, just like any other technology, yeah. but it's probably the best one. And then I assume as like as you're counting, as you're getting used to it, you don't really need to like put every little because I I use my fitness pal. Right. It saves it. So if you eat, you know, people eat the same 20, 30 foods, you type like C.H.I. Your chicken pops up. Yeah. You're not searching. You're not learning. Or soon you'll be able to say, all right, I know I can eyeball what an ounce of chicken is. Exactly. Right. And that might take a little while. Right. There's like various levels like you can track to the gram then you could like eyeball like the healthier foods because they get you less in trouble and then eventually maybe you don't track anything and you eat more intuitively you'll never stop thinking about food so anyone out there that's like well i don't want to think about food it's like money you can go spend recklessly depending on how much money you make depends on how much trouble you get in the rich guy can go crazy the one that like runs their ass off every day they could eat more without tracking but for most of us we have to pay attention. Mm. So how does, so somebody comes to you, they say, oh, I've been using my fitness pal and I've been using the macronutrients that they gave me and the caloric exponential that they're giving me. How do those numbers differ from what your stronger you coach will give them? So my Use fitness that pal, word, caloric. <laughs> caloric exponential. <laughs> right. So my fitness pal gives you like the recommended daily amounts. Yeah. And that's like the amount to eat to survive, right? Like the protein amounts they give are like ridiculously low. Right. So you might be hungry. You might not recover as well. You might not have the muscle mass or the body composition you want. So we'll adjust that based on who that person is. So if like, and someone like a vegetarian, they probably get a little bit less protein just because it's harder to eat protein. But someone like an athlete, they might get more protein. We want to keep their body composition as as best we can. We want them to be as muscular as possible. And then the other things are, you know, the fats will control the hormones and things like that. The carbs are the preferred source of energy. So if someone is like super high athlete, they need more carbs. And then we adjust from there. We see what's happening and then we make decisions. So what do you find is the hardest thing with your clients? What, like, what is that thing that is like, fuck, you know, that one thing that, that, you know, the excuse, the most common excuse or the hardest thing that you have to do with it's your clients? It's just people just don't want to put effort into change. They, 
they want to change. Everybody wants to get better. Everyone wants like the better job to make more money, to be in better shape. But when you see that it's actually work, you start to really value the results that come and you start seeing like people in shape. You're like, wow, they actually put in the work and it's why so little people are in shape. It's a, it's work. And that's like the hardest thing for us is to get that across to our clients and say, listen, man, you want to change, you have to change. And I'm not going to like baby everybody. I'm going to be straight up. Uh, don't get me wrong. My customer service and member experience is top notch, but <laughs> I'm going to be real with people because I think in many cases, no one has ever been real with these people. Uh. Everyone is like, you can do it. I'm your cheerleader. And I'm like, listen, man, get your shit together. Stop getting shit faced every weekend. Stop eating pizza. Start tracking it because I know it's happening. Yeah. If you think you're, if you start locking good numbers and nothing's happening, you're not really eating those good you're numbers. Lying. And it's not, sometimes it's not even that. It's just people don't know how to track or they mindlessly eat. They go to the office, they pick up a handful of nuts, they stuff them in their face. They don't think to track them because they're healthy food. You just ate 400 more calories. That could be the reason you are where you are. So somebody comes to you and they say, okay, I've been counting macros for four years. Let's just say I know this guy, he, a good friend of mine. <laughs> He's been counting macros for like four years. But from time to time, he falls off the train. He'll just, oh, I can eyeball this. I can eyeball that. I know what I'm doing. But all of a sudden, they gain weight. They lose weight. How do you get them back on track? What do you tell them? How do you motivate them? Go. <laughs> so, again, we'll be straight up. And my, we'll friend, say, my friend. All right. All right. All right, my friend. <laughs> Look, his in the eye. <laughs> <laughs> Look my friend right in the eye and tell him what he needs. I'll say, well, maybe, and this is, this is like, it sounds counterintuitive as a business, but maybe you're okay where you are. Maybe you don't have to do that. If you do really want to change, here's how you do it. You start, stop messing around, start really tracking, start measuring what's your, what you're eating, keep your food options limited, reduce eating out, reduce all the, the snack foods. And really see what's happening. Because I think everyone is going to see that it's worth it. Once you start doing it and you like compound off the good decisions and you start falling in love with the process, not the act of counting chicken and measuring chicken, but the feeling you get when you know you're doing the right thing, that's what falling in love with the process is. And once you start doing that long enough, you start seeing those results. You're like, all right, cool. I could do this. And then you earn the right to get a little more flexible. Right. And then as soon as you fall off one way or the other, let's go back to counting and let's go back to measuring and right. using the scale. And, and stuff there's, like there's that. times like most of the year I'm not tracking perfectly because I've developed the skills to earn the right not to. But if I want to tighten up, like once it becomes springtime and summer's coming, I'm going to be outside at the beach or the pool or whatever. And I want to feel better. I might tighten up and I might really pay attention to what's going on. And it's, it's naive for me, even at this point to say, I don't have to track. We do. We should really pay attention to what's going on. Right. Speaking of your pool, can we get a CrossFit A45 party over there, you think? Uh, I have to talk to Krista. All right, cool. Yeah, I'm cool with know. it, but yeah. yeah, let me know. <laughs> I mean, we could completely edit this part out and just keep it us five. Do you, do everyone it. now is going to be messaging, yo, yo, can I get that invite to the pool? Dude, we're, we could do one of these at the pool. Yes. Oh, yes. That's a yeah, better idea. idea. Couple whiskey jacks <laughs> whiskey over there. Jacks. <laughs> Couple whiskey jacks. Oh, oh my god. Um, <laughs> so recipes, like you know, what I'm saying, how's how do you guys come up with something that's 
I'm Mexican, man. Yep. I need spices. Are you? I need oh, like shit. I need flavor. Wait, I what? need like you know some seasonings. <laughs> so we we have a, a guy on staff, Mason, who is like he'll put like a healthier spin on some of like your all-time favorites. So we're big on spices and variety. Okay. We're also big on consistency and accuracy. So you don't want to do too many like variables. I think when people throw way too many variables in, it just makes it more difficult to accurately track. It's just one more thing to worry about. So we'll, you know, we have people in the community. There's, there's people in Mexico that could tell you how they do it. Okay. <clears throat> so we have these protein, fats, and carbs, these, the sexy thing to talk about, count your macros and stuff. How often with your members do you say, okay, we need to start looking at micronutrients and quality of food? How often does that right. happen? So all the time, but a lot of times you don't even have to get to that conversation because a lot of times when you have someone track macronutrients, they inherently learn how to eat better quality foods because they realize they feel better. They are less influenced to mess up. And again, the variables are not there. So a lot of people inherently will start eating better. But for those people that do think macros is like olive oil, candy, and protein shakes, <laughs> that will reveal itself in a matter of days when someone's irritable, not seeing results, and just not a happy person. So it's kind of easy to coach that because it is like, hey, man, eat whole quality foods. You're going to be more full. You're going to hit the micros. You're going to get better results because of the reduced variables. The thermic effect of food will be higher, so you might burn more calories. So it does make sense. And that's kind of like, it's interesting because when people hear macros, and this is a lot of shit I got when I started, people are like, you can't, people can't eat like that and get results. You have to worry about food quality. And it's like, just because we're not saying food quality doesn't mean we're ignoring it. It's inherent. Everybody knows to eat these foods and we're going to encourage that, but one less thing to worry about is I don't give a shit if somebody makes healthy decisions in almost every area and eats a, a bagel over a sweet potato. I'm not worried about that meal. I'm worried about everything else. If every single gram of carb is sugar, then yeah, maybe we want to talk about more micronutrients, but you never even get to that point with most people. The stronger you apparel folks is on point <laughs> on point. They got compression pants they got, oh, are you guys in, so in coordination with vi uh, Virus? So I think those are sold out. Virus couldn't, I oh, think, keep up with Christ. the. That's awesome. I don't think yeah. they're selling anymore. I don't know. We have to find out. What are these? That's not my department. You got golf shirts. <laughs> yeah. You got sweatshirts. You got, you got for tank that. tops. You got hats. You got it all. We got a really cool mug, too. Ooh, yeah, she does. Nice. I think it's cool for oh. those coffee drinkers. Get yeah. those mugs, huh? Let me get that mug. Oh, man. Yeah. Um, what the hell was <laughs> I going to ask mug. you? Earn your carbs, baby. That's true. People got to put in the work. That's that's it, man. You can't. Bottom line. And that's that comes up a lot. People are like, I want to eat how many carbs that person has, and I say, Well, you got to start moving. You got to get there. Mm. Cut down. Get to the body weight you want to get, and then we could reintroduce more foods, and you're gonna move a little more, and you'll be good. You'll be running on more more gas. That's that's the other thing. Like, it, I feel like counting macros. It just, it's not interesting when I have. You know, when I have to eat chicken and rice, it's just, oh, my God, this tastes terrible. If if I can work with someone, spice it up a little bit, give yeah. me a recipe, my Christ, yeah, I'll yeah. do that. And it is. It's uh, There's no boring foods, only boring chefs, right? Oh. Yo, put that on a shirt. There's, Damn. I mean, there's a million different spices of. out there. 
that will add like no calories. Yeah. You know, and it's actually funny because I talked to Mason, our cookbook dude and our recipe dude. I said, dude, what do you think of the idea coming out with a little book for our members that's like 50 ways to make chicken? Because people are like, I'm so sick of chicken. I'm like, oh my God, it's such like a safe food to eat when you want protein. People can't really get in trouble with it. So if we could, if we could teach people how to make it 50 different ways, yeah. holy shit. With the skin, right? Yeah. Chicken breast. Uh, you know. oh. hey. You're talking chicken thighs. Trust me, trust me. Uh, right. Too much fat. <laughs> With the skin. Yeah, I know you like the skin. Come on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> fried, deep fried. If it fits my macros, bro, I like the canola oil. Come on. I kind of, honestly, I, I kind of hate what macros has become on like the flexible dieting. It's, it's exhausting because it's like, it's so much more than that. And like, macro coaching like everyone is just like all i have to do is give this person numbers and they're gonna get ripped it's like you have no idea what yeah. you're getting yourself no into. idea people will no be either you know inhaling a burger downing a beer fits my macros bro it, and it never <laughs> does man it's it like, never does and that's the, that's like the joke about it right like yeah you could eat pizza but you can probably eat like half a slice or a slice you're not eat, you're not going out for pizza and beers if you do that day is pretty much ruined and there's ways to like mitigate the damage, but you're not fitting that stuff in every day. So it kind of goes back to what you were talking about is like, you're going to eat better foods because you're going to learn that it's not worth spending your money on the fancy shoes every day when you could get six pairs of other types of shoes. It's all about budgeting those numbers huh. and you could blow it in one shot or you could spread it out. You know, we have a friend that she counts. And like she would, she's like, I can fit this many beers if I only eat like one sip. If I convert like, the alcohol grams to uh, <laughs> carbohydrate grams, it'll fit. It'll fit right it's, in there. It's so we, crazy that she does we that. We have like, tricks you know? around that because people think like they'll they'll look beer up in my fitness pal and it'll say like no macros and they're like, oh, it fits. And I'm like, it doesn't fit because <laughs> you're forgetting about the alcohol calories. You're yeah. forgetting about the influence alcohol does for you, and you're forgetting the effect of alcohol in the body. Where it basically is like timeout, muscle building, and fat burning. We're gonna handle this alcohol. We're gonna metabolize that, and then we'll get back to what you want to do. And that's the shit that people need to remember with drinking. It's not just calories. It's so, you know, we often after we work out have a couple of brewskis. Mm -hmm. Oh, they're not in there, but yeah. <laughs> As you can see, it's empty. <laughs> <laughs> the brewskis have been consumed. Yeah. <laughs> So you're saying that's doing a disservice to what we just did for the past two hours. And again, it's n not entirely. It's everything is, you have to think of everything affecting everything. So what else are you doing? So it's not, I don't think you're in a bad place if you have a beer post-workout, if everything else is pretty good. Mm. If you work out because you can, you know, you're hanging out with your friends and that's a part of health too, who your, your tribe is, like that's healthy too. So I'm not going to say don't drink beer. Just be responsible with it. I know I sound like a Miller Lite. Dude, I love that, though. Being healthy, if it requires you hanging out with your friends, right. like and that's that, part of health, too. Yeah, one of That's our, awesome. One of our coaches, Josh Citron, he's like has this like this not theory, really, but he's like tr your tribe is a big part of your health. Yeah. And that's, you know, it's it is important. Yeah, that's why I feel like CrossFit is so substantial oh, dude, that yeah. outsiders don't see that. Like right. how imperative to have these people around you in your lives every single day. Right, and there's there's people that, like, they wouldn't work out if it wasn't for the community. Mm -hmm. 
that's fucking cool. Oh, yeah. 100%. So we have that here. Then you, you get these these bodybuilding bros that are like, that's not the best, man. If you want to CrossFit's gang. Yeah. <laughs> you can't get big on it's, CrossFit. Man, it's so stupid. It's like, this dude is now working out now. He wouldn't go to the gym by himself and do curls. He he would sit on his ass. Yeah. So what's better? What do you want them to do? Do you want them to work out? Or do you want them to not work out? I love that. People, this it, the industry, man, it's... Everybody's I can tell so, you got really frustrated dude, about it's it. Dude, so yeah. everybody. I mean, not everybody, but there's so many ignorant people around mm-hmm. fitness. It's like I don't give a shit what you do, if it makes sense for you. If you say and you complain that you're not building muscle and all you're doing is running, then all right, yeah, let's meet in the middle of that continuum somewhere. There's somewhere all the way at the end is like the best thing in the world to do. This end is what you want to do, which is probably sit on the couch find that sweet spot sure. for me it's somewhere in the middle for like the big jack dudes maybe it's closer to the other side so everybody has that that little sweet spot that they need to find um without giving names or personal information can you speak on like one a success story where you're like man that was like mm-hmm. like because yeah. we have them all the time you know dude, we i'll give his time. name and he'll mm-hmm. love it billy dutton this dude was 433 pounds wow dude lost like 225 pounds we met him in arizona when we were there on a retreat he was passing through town he's like hey can i meet up with you guys i was like hell yes his whole family was there it was awesome dude is like gonna live now like yeah Yeah. save his life something pounds he couldn't step on a scale when he started he had to measure his waist with a piece of string wow and now he's like dude's running friggin triathlons Wow. It's nuts. So how long was that like transformation? Oh man, I can't how long has he been with us? He's probably been with us a couple of years now. But um he signed up because someone he worked with did it. And the dude Will that encouraged him to sign up also owned a candy store and I was like, That dude has, that dude has crazy <laughs> Wait <power."> a second. <laughs> yeah. So he he encouraged Billy to sign up. Billy like changed his com- completely changed his life. And that's the coolest part about it because it's not it's not just us doing this. It's our other members that are like playing a part in everyone's success. It's like the coolest shit. And you see it here. Yeah. Everybody, you know, helping each other yep. out, giving them tips. It's, it's, dude, it's awesome. That's so cool. Yeah. Yeah, man. You saved 22,000 lives. I mean, some of those people would have lived, but you know, <laughs> <laughs> they're okay. They just wanted abs or something. Yeah. But dude, did you ever lose it, people? <laughs> I haven't yeah. killed anyone yet. <laughs> Died it too hard, man. Yeah. Rest yeah. in peace. <laughs> Cut too much protein. <laughs> have you ever had a bad member, bad customer? Oh yeah. I mean, nothing's, nothing's perfect. And, uh, there is, this was the hardest thing for me to, as a business owner to accept is like just sheer numbers. No, not everyone is going to be happy. And I like to yeah. say like this, like I could show up to someone's house house with a gold brick and they would complain that it wasn't made into jewelry. They would <laughs> Bro, say, we talk I, about that all the time. I have to go oh, do God. something with this now. And that's like, especially in our industry, it's not, we're not sell. We're not like travel agents. We're like, here's your ticket to paradise. We're like, here's your ticket to some hard ass work. That's going to be worth it. But you're making a couple layovers in fucking dude, Detroit. Exactly. There you go. <laughs> right. So it's, there's not, not every single situation is great, but I will do whatever I can to make it right. And our reviews are awesome. Like five on, on Facebook, 4.9 Google, our net promoter score is world-class. People are rating us like 93% of people are saying that we prepare them better than any other diet. 93 or 96% are saying satisfied or extremely satisfied. And these are thousands of people yeah. that are taking these surveys. 
So I'm really friggin' proud of that. Yeah. But well, I have to accept that not every single person that we come across is going to love us. Yep. And that's okay. That's I okay. do what's best for the most people. That exactly. includes my team and my clients. And I look at it as, as one team. This isn't corporate versus customer, which everybody thinks. We're just we're all in here for the same reason. Just trying to enjoy life. I think like even those ratings speak volumes because you're dealing you're you're in a business with one you ha- you have to work with people that you know have to be dedicated and mm-hmm. put the work in and two you know dieting and, and straightening not dieting just cleaning up your diet it's just not fun no you know even those first couple months or first couple weeks you just you angry mm. yeah man Where, where'd my lot. sugar go where'd my alcohol go <laughs> yeah. I need my sugar yeah right but right it's we're dealing with an emotional product yeah it's, we're not. We're not selling a TV or a vacation no. or a car. This is someone's life. Yeah. Lifestyle. And people expect you to motivate them. And I think motivation is bullshit. David we, Goggins. David Goggins. Right. He's awesome. You, our job is not to motivate. Our job. No, I know about him, but I haven't read it. But oh God, read our job book. is not to motivate. Our job is to provide the conditions in which you motivate yourself. And that's through showing you what you can do, giving you the right crew of people, the right coach, the right community. We're not here to be your cheerleader. We're here to, you know, be on your side. But shit, man, if somebody signs up and they're like, I'm not motivated at all, I don't want to do anything, they might not flip that switch and do well. We don't know. We'll try like hell. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to turn them away. But But unfortunately, those people are everywhere. Yep. It, oh yeah. Any anywhere, right? It's work is hard, man. Yeah. I would love to sit on the couch all day and watch TV. And we'd all have, we'd all had uh, six packs if it was easy, right? Yeah. yeah. But it ain't. And the truth is, we don't like. It's okay. I t- I tell people all the time with me, like I just want to be a fit dude. I don't want to turn it up a couple more notches and change my lifestyle so much that I can't be who I really want to be. And that's where a lot of people have to accept their weight too, because if you're overweight. And you want to get lean? Are you are you willing to live the life of the person that gets lean? In many cases, no, and that's okay. I think we, we should all knock out Fran after this podcast. Uh, no, <laughs> we will not. No. That's no. why I'm not updating my level test. my level one. I'm letting my CrossFit level one expire because I don't want to go back and do Fran. <laughs> what is your current fitness routine? My current fit, like, yeah, what do you fitness do? routine. What, what does I, your week look like? So I. I do a lot of like bodybuilding stuff. I'll do like push pull legs and I'll just sprint and that's pretty much it. And I'll go for walks. You sprint outside or you sprint on the treadmill? Yeah, I'll sprint outside. Cool. I don't like sprinting on the treadmill cause turning the knobs and all that. It's a pain in the ass. <laughs> it's yeah. loud. I can control thump, the speed thump, thump. a lot easier. <laughs> yeah. So I do, I work out how I want to work out. Not what I think is the best thing in the world because the best thing in the world is not what I'm going to do. I used to like lifting heavy and doing powerlifting stuff. And then I'm like, even if I got a 500 pound deadlift, that's still not strong enough. I'm going to want 550. I'm going to want six. Mm. So I started getting away from happiness on a barbell to happiness in other places. Sure. That's. Do you I work th- out alone? Um, alone or with our CEO, Michael Essie. We'll just go down in the basement and lift. I have a home gym, so I don't have to go anywhere. What type of equipment do you have? That I you have? have basically everything I had from my CrossFit affiliate. Everything from, we even have a Peloton we have treadmills, we have airdynes, rowers, barbells. Yeah, yeah I, have, I have like everything. So <laughs> wow, I wish I had like cable stack machines and stuff. Like oh yeah, traditional bodybuilding stuff. I do too. I you wish I had a leg room, press room and leg extension, but because I hate squats. Like I know they're great, but I hate them. 
So, how much do you squat? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Bench, bro. <laughs> you know, I, I would have been that dude that answered based on what I did a few years ago. Yeah. You know, yeah. they got oh, I benched. I benched three fifteen in high school. What do you do now? Yeah, right. One thirty-five. Like that's. What I love counts. that. That's what counts. all the time. Yeah. I used to bench two twenty-five yeah. for ten. Easy ten years ago. Yeah. <laughs> right. Who cares about that? Right. When you work out by yourself, do you listen to music? I'll listen to music or podcasts. It's interesting. Yeah. What kind of music? What's your go-to? What gets you fired uh, up? Either hip-hop or some kind of rock. Okay. Yeah. But it's usually older hip-hop because this stuff now is... For sure. I don't we're, understand it. We're like with Biggie. you. I don't get who... like Tupac. Everyone complains about it, but there's obviously people that like it because it keeps being made. That's the thing. It's like... Somebody likes it. Yeah. It's not even the music. It works like for these guys. Or, yeah. And people love it and they go nuts over it. And people ask, like, why isn't there better hip hop out there? And it's because there's no reason to make it. Right. Why? Like, why put in the effort? There could be another Nas out there, but we right. don't know because the guy that could be that is like, that shit's not going to sell. I'm just going to mumble and right. change the <laughs> auto tune and all this crap. And it's the same Type of music production yep. too with the same beat. Right, all these like, Lil, Lil Pete, Lil Zan, Lil Yachty. Dude, there's Lil a Pete. million of them. I can go on for days. Lil Boof, Lil Mikey Dola, <laughs> <laughs> Lil Mikey D. Uh, <laughs> yeah, right, it's crazy. Lil, <laughs> <laughs> Lil Macro, <laughs> Lil Macro, Lil Macro. I'm in the Starbucks doing my stronger you. We are We are not having a freestyle battle right now. <laughs> That's what we have all our guests do. So uh, I'm gonna leave bars, <laughs> bars I'm in, in the cave of the hyenas <laughs> <laughs> with sway in the morning. Yeah. Oh man. Um, what else do you do? So how do you disconnect from strong Dude, I stuff? Lo- I love traveling, man. Yeah. Um, and it's funny because people do say. I, I remember being in Hawaii and I was on the phone and I was like answering people and someone on Facebook was like, "Why don't you disconnect, bro?" And I'm like. I think it's yeah. I disconnect, bro. Get out of here. Right, right. (laughs) But not not a client, just random Uh, schmo on my Facebook. Like, why don't you disconnect, bro? I'm like, dude, I love you. Shut the fuck up, bro. Like, and and not to sound like all Tony Robbins motivational, but like, imagine creating a life for yourself where you don't have to disconnect. Right. Like, I go away, and if if I sit on a beach and I want to pick up my phone and talk to clients, that shit is fun. So I don't have to disconnect. But if I do, like, travel and eating good foods and you know playing sports and shit like that that's fun for me that's cool yeah when you say do you ever have to disconnect with with krista when you're with her oh yeah yeah i try to like throw my phone away sometimes dinner exactly right like i'm not gonna pull out my cell phone at dinner like i won't do that i'll even give it to her so i'm not tempted Mm. that's cool because it is like that's fun for me it's entertaining i'd rather be in our group talking to clients than watching tv shows sure yeah it's uh it's fun, man, but it's uh, it sounds like I'm a big loser because I don't really have that many interests anymore. Nerd. Yeah, no, nerd alert, right? Big yeah. loser to me. Yeah. So you'd like to travel, mm-hmm. and then w- say on the weekends if you're not traveling, what do you do? Probably going to run errands at Target or something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Target, like Bath that. and Beyond. Yeah, I mean, we'll go out to dinner. We'll hang out with friends. We'll see some family. Go to a couple towns over. Try some new restaurants. Stuff like that. Um, I, I was thinking when you were saying like talking about what fitness app or tracker that you my fitness track. pal yeah my fitness pal yeah why don't you come up with your own well so we get some nerds together and, like, yeah so we have a company called up. Volume Eight that's okay. semi local uh, they're in Montgomery <laughs> excuse me I just had some water they're um they're building an app for us we're oh. not sure if we're gonna implement the food tracker yet 
because that is quite a task with the the volume of the library right the library is huge we might be able to crowdsource it some way with the help of our clients i don't know but yeah we're gonna have some like proprietary software soon ish nice yeah that's very cool that's very cool it's the fourth try it's technology is hard yeah first guy stole my money he ended up in jail Second guy built us something that couldn't handle our volume. Wait a second. Uh, yeah. Don't skip over that. skip over it. What happened with the first try of the app here? Well, he uh, is dude. I'm that, glad you asked, George. Dude that went to high school with us. Drug problems, Wait, I guess. Someone I know. Maybe. Drug problems. Oh. Took, took a little little bit of my money and never heard from him again. And I was like, oh, he's in jail. That Wait a sucks. second. How did he take a little bit of your money? I paid him for some stuff. Oh. He was working on it. Got it. It was going to be crap. So okay. I'm not even, I, I want to build the best shit. And if it took four tries and thousands of dollars, I don't give a shit as long as we get there. Yeah. Okay. But it's a lot different than I expected. I thought, honestly, I was very, very ignorant towards technology and app application builds and stuff. I thought it was going to be like a thousand bucks, 2000 bucks. It is not like that. It is massive, massive, like investigative work. So much discovery work, which is what you're paying for a lot. Beta the design, beta. the development. The application, the tech stacks, like, holy shit. Like, it's insane. But no one else is going to have this when we have it. Okay. To give that to our clients and be like, holy shit, guys, look at what we have. This is better than anything else out there. And the guys building it did their research, looking right. into other programs. You just 10x their experience. Right. And that's everything, right? And right. If, it, if it makes the coaches better. The amount of like the efficiency, convenience, the yep. convenience, like not bouncing around on spreadsheets and this shit, they're going to be so much better coaches, their results and their clients are going to be better. It's a no brainer to, to come out with this thing. All right. So in a couple of weeks, we have stronger youth seminar, right? Yep. Yeah, Four weeks. So- February 9th, is mm-hmm. it? Here? So let's talk about that. What's How's that going? Yeah, like, so uh, it's going to be led by myself and Jessica Bachman, our PhD. We're going to show up. Um, talk That's like, good. Yeah. You're going to show up? We're going to show up. We're going to talk <laughs> like all up. things nutrition. Um, talk about strategies, the basics of nutrition, how to apply it, how to try to figure stuff out for yourself. Because we're not there to like sell a bunch of people. Right. We're there to talk about nutrition. That's, that's Educate. Right. That's what we do. And uh, what we love is Q&A. Like, we want to help people on their specific questions. So I think we have a bunch of coaches that are going to be in house to hang out. Too, awesome, so. man. And will you sort of, um, direct it to CrossFit community? Cause you're going to get all of us will be CrossFit. Right. Yeah. Right? We'll talk about how to eat for CrossFit, mm-hmm. all that stuff, because that's a huge thing. It's not just, you know, they're not, everyone wants to gain weight or lose weight. Some people just want to perform their best mm. and that's relatively easy to apply for most people. It's not as complicated as people think. So how'd that come about? Like who who reached out to who and like I honestly don't remember. I think Steve um, reached out to one of your oh, right, guys. Right. Steve reached yeah. out to one of our guys and Jamie, um, she's local. She's she goes to Cindy's gym. She sets up our seminars. So yep. she contacted um, Steve and set it all up and yep. then we just throw it out there. Oh awesome. Okay. What about supplements? Yeah. Do you so most get into that? That? yeah. So um, it depends, right? I think most sports supplements shouldn't even exist. I can't even believe that like a GNC or vitamin shop are in existence anymore because I think there's like three to five things that anyone would ever need. I mean, most of it is like not to sound like cliche, but like your food should be, should handle almost everything your body needs. But for convenience purposes, like whey protein, casein protein, 
creatine is a great thing. Uh, some people would might uh, want fish oil. Say that again, though. Because One more time for the people in the back. <laughs> creatine is a great thing. Yeah. Everybody, I mean, it's so cheap. It's so researched. It's proven to work. Um, it's a no-brainer, you know. But all these things that are like, I mean, pre-workouts could encourage somebody to work out. I think they could build dependencies, so I'm always kind of careful with that advice. You don't want to just always have a pre-workout because the day you forget it is the day you have a shitty workout. Because you're going to convince yourself, I'm nothing without this magical powder that makes me tingle. <laughs> so right? true. It's very so, true. But, I mean, all that other stuff, yeah. like, you know, the BCAAs, eh, probably not doing anything if you eat an adequate amount of protein. This guy says the same thing. Yeah. The he's fact a, that you're speaking. He's going to medical Speaking school. your language, man. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, like, no BS over here. Like, there's probably somebody listening that's like, no, no, BSAs are, or BCAAs are great. Well, why are they great? What are they? They're amino acids. Guess what? Protein is amino right. acids. You're getting it. <laughs> George. So, right. George has a heart. So, but I, I need them because I, I don't I try to eat. look, like, <laughs> even with all these, like, fitness nutrition myths, I try to dig deeper and see what's actually trying to be said. Like, for example, the myth of, like, stop eating after 7 p.m. Okay. Let's figure out why that might be cool or why it might be stupid. In terms of, like, <laughs> physiologically speaking, doesn't matter. You could eat before bed as long as you're within your macros or calories. But if somebody tends to overeat too many snacks, telling them to stop eating at seven might be a good idea. They'll just reduce the feeding window, just like intermittent fasting. Intermittent fasting is like the thing right now. You're just eating less food, man. Like you're not, you're not any better because you eat two times a day. You're better because you're eating less food because the time to eat your food is reduced. What about these intermittent fasting guys who straight up binge during their eating hours. I think that, so that's a great, a great point because a lot of people, especially a lot of people we work with do have deep food issues mm. that we have to identify and try to, you know, strategize around. So if you say, Hey, try intermittent fasting and these people have to binge eat, especially cause we do tend to go higher protein cause we want people to have the best body composition and feel full. If they start packing in food like that, they're going to feel miserable and they're going to be like, this program sucks because now my food issues have come back and I feel like shit. Okay, man, I have so many questions. Go back to the supplements real quick. Did you have something? Yep. No, no, Go back going. to the guy in jail. <laughs> <laughs> Let's really back. Chill, chill. He might be out. No. <laughs> you said there's about three to five supplements. So you yeah. named whey protein, casein protein, creatine, creatine, fish oils, fish oils. God, I don't even know what else. I probably should have said three to four. <laughs> there's, I mean, there's. There's like the, the tiered supplements, like those are like the A tier, there's B tier, C tiers, like these things just probably don't matter. Like essential amino acids mm. might be okay. Yes. Um, especially like in vegetarian communities. Excuse me, more water. Because um, they don't get, they might not have access to all Where'd the- Where'd he go? Where'd he go? <laughs> no, he was just talking, he bailed. So, yeah. So the ECAA is like- a lot of vegetarians might not have all the complete proteins because they're not eating like animal flesh and stuff like that. So they might want to have some of that stuff, but these are like small rocks. The big rocks people need to worry about is like eating the right amount for you as often as you can. But a lot of people with nutrition, they worry about all this little shit like meal timing mm. and the perfect food and like lower carb, higher fat. It's like, is that what you need? Or you, do you need to check your shit and just do what you're supposed to do? And then you realize that you don't need any of that stuff. 
So let's say somebody is, they're doing everything they need to be. They're hitting their protein, fats, and carbs to five, five grams within what they need. Right. Then uh, they get to a point in time where they plateau or something like that. Do you, based on their goals, whether it's performance or whether it's losing weight, do you say to them, okay, maybe let's introduce some MCT oil or something like a fish oil or a thermogenic fat burner or something? Like right. what, where do you go from there? So this, this is a really good question because a lot of people on maintenance, like once they hit their goal and they want to maintain – they start trying to, even if they're on their own, they start trying to manipulate their macros. And I say, that's not the lowest hanging fruit. The lowest hanging fruit is tighten up your numbers because even if you think you're within five, you might not be. So try to improve food quality a little bit. That's, that'll get you closer. And then instead of like, you know, the fat burners, like you don't need that. The MCT oil, you don't need that. Maybe you want to introduce food timing a little bit so more more protein and carbs around your workouts and there's not really a literal like anabolic window like we used to think they say it's more like a barn door so it starts way before your workout and goes like a couple hours after so you don't have to go be the gym bro that pounds the protein shake right after you work out oh that's me that's me right. that's you don't have all to of us that. in this so room yeah so maybe that's the best thing in the world to do in terms of like physiology, body composition, recovery, et cetera. But what if that person that pounds the protein shake now has less food to eat and now they cheat on their diet later at night. So there's, it's the shit is like a game, man. It's mm. like nutrition is a, obviously a very complicated thing, but there's very few rules in proper nutrition, but there's like a million strategies. So when you do those things and you, you start pounding protein shakes or you eat a bunch of carbs like an hour before your workout because you think that's going to power your workout, it's not, you're going to like eat less food. So everybody thinks like when they eat food, it's like instant fuel. It's not a battery you stick in the back of a toy and it powers up. Digestion is this crazy process that takes hours and hours and hours. And we have a lot of people that work out at 5 a.m. They're like, what do I have to eat before I work out? Nothing. Uh -huh. Have some Have some water. Hop around, get to your workout. You're powered up from the day before. You didn't blow through all that all that energy in your sleep. Hmm. I love you know, this. That that, that kind of contradicts everything that I've heard before. That someone told me that you should be eating in the morning. I'm not gonna say who, but they said that you should be eating in the morning. And, and some people maybe should. Yeah. It all depends, right? It depends on what the workout. Like is. if you work out like 5 a.m. in the morning, right? You I mean, be there's taking something because you wasted all that and all that food that you ate. That energy's wasted while you're sleeping. So she compared it to like an empty gas tank. But it's not empty. So there's like there's no proof of being empty. If it was empty, you probably wouldn't want to get out of bed. Your glycogen stores. There's a lot of calories you can store. You're not empty from sleeping. Mind blown. Yeah. Second week in a row. <laughs> <laughs> we Dude, I love this shit, man. <laughs> Talking about this stuff, like showing like, so, there's so much strategy to it. And there is like, unfortunately, there is a lot of info out there that isn't the greatest. And people mean well. Right. They repeat, you know, there's a lot of smart people out there that, that say things that might not be true, but we think they're true because that part is, that person's smart. I, I mean, and there might be people listening that are like, well, maybe you're one of them, but we have proof. Right. Like what makes you the expert? 22,000 members. Right. <laughs> That's what makes them the yeah, expert. No, Don't ask no me, I right? completely agree. Right. Don't ask me, ask them. Right. Talk to them. They did it. This person ate Captain Crunch and still got results. Like that shit works. Sugar is not the devil. Like too much sugar is. 
That's crazy, man. Yeah, yeah, we were talking before the podcast. Like, you're like, I don't do any marketing. I don't do any Dude, of that. We don't. I mean, we will one day, to. but yeah, you don't have to. Right now, like, we're trying to tighten up the infrastructure. Like, we grow too fast. Our customer service takes a shit. We're out of business. Nobody has jobs. I have to get a real job again, and life sucks. So, speaking of jobs, do you get people knocking on your doors all the time? Uh, every single day, five to ten people. How do I become a coach? Some people think all they have to do is take a certification. It's too easy to be to get a certification. I'm not. I'm trying to offer the that best. That sounds like experience. some of these CrossFit gyms around here. Oh, you got your loved one. Come on board. Come on in. <laughs> right. Right. But it's because they don't know like what everybody did beforehand. Right. They see like we have hired a lot of clients, but a lot of these clients were the right people. And I like I feel like kind of a jerk because I like I will, if I don't hire someone, I'm like man, they probably think I'm an asshole. And I feel bad. I, I wish I could give everyone jobs. But if I'm trying to give the best coaching experience. You have a higher standard. I have to have a high standard. I have to. Yeah. It's not, this is not an easy job to get. So Love you it. play a direct role in the hiring process. Oh, yeah. It, you, I you, make you haven't decision. hired somebody to do that for you. No. So I have help, right? So Je- Jess and I are the ones that will like take that on. We'll look for people. We, we get a, Fortunately, the, the community, the fitness community is very tight-knit. So we know, like I probably have the next 15 coaches already lined up if we need them because I know their referrals from this coach that we work with and I know they're a good person. I know they know their shit. We put them through interviews. We have an assessment that probably takes like two hours to do. It's pretty crazy. So nobody can slip through the cracks. Nobody could take that assessment and pass it and start working with people if they don't know what they're talking about. Awesome. And what's the what's the next thing for Stronger You? Man. Um, Besides the app. Yeah. I mean, just improving the connections with the clients and the quality of the coaching. Really, like, we have the foundation. Now we just got to put the house up and upgrade some lighting and shit like that, you know? Just make it perfect. Yep. That's- have you ever worked with, like, a, the pro athletes or anything like that? So we've had... Um, some athletes, not like a LeBron James or anything like that. No. We've had celebrities. Uh, we have a bunch of NBA refs. We presented nice. to them in Vegas, which nice. was really cool. Um, that was kind of crazy. Um, but, yeah, so, I mean, we've had all kinds of people. Oh, that's awesome. And at these seminars, are you speaking or someone else? Yeah, so I speak and Jess speaks usually. And we have Tanner. We have Josh. We have a few people that could do the seminars. Do you hate speaking? No, so I hate the idea of speaking. But once I'm going, um, obviously you can see I don't shut up. I love it, man. And it's weird because, and I was talking to Krista about this because I said her students are probably freak out when they have to do oral presentations. And it's really, you only freak out during it if you don't know what the hell you're talking about. Mm. Yeah. So like setting up here or, or where, where we're doing the seminar, like the anxiety coming, seeing people start gathering, looking at me like that's the dude that's about to talk, setting up. I'm like, oh shit, oh shit, oh shit. But I don't really think about it while it's happening. I turn it off, and then I just go up there and start rambling. You know what's so crazy about that? Like I, I have that same feeling about flying. Yeah. Like I get, dude. Yep. I don't like extreme anxiety leading up to the flight, and then once I'm there, yeah, it's like, let's go. I don't understand how that thing flies. It makes no sense. It makes no (laughs) sense how this. I don't even know how much it weighs. It's, It's made out of metal, and this thing is relatively smooth. I don't know how it works, but. So far, so good. Fuck. So far, so good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. Well, you're here. Dude, it, and I fly quite a bit. Like, I'm traveling to seminars and all over the place. And it's, I just tell myself, you're going to be okay, man. 
Exactly. Like these people choose to have the jobs where they do nothing but ride planes every, every single day. day. It's got to be kind of safe, right? Safe <laughs> is the safest way to travel. Yeah. Shit, I'm going to sleep here now. I'm not going to drive home. <laughs> <laughs> you got couches. <laughs> so Who's that your, guy in the What's corner? your cheat meal? If you have one. So if that, I, that so even a, do you even believe in cheat meals? I like don't a, call it cheat, really. Okay. It's just like, if I'm going to eat, I'm going to eat. All right. But I think like it depends what style of food I want. If I want something like fancy... It's fancy, but I still appreciate like cheeseburgers and pizza and mozzarella sticks, Captain Crunch, cookies. I love cookies, man. So I'm not one of those like fitness dudes that, that's just eating vegetables and shit like that. I eat everything and I love everything. So I know when a client has struggles with food, they're like, you don't get it. I'm like, no, I get it. Come over to my house. I'll show you my candy drawer. I just keep it out of sight. Mm. And I think there's three things that most people can do if they want to have like foods in their house but not go for them every time they think about them you have to keep it like out of sight you have to keep it hard to get into and you have to make it hard to justify so put it in a cabinet that's far away or up somewhere put like a twisty ties on a bag of cookies so there's some friction to get in there (laughs) and then as crazy as it sounds put a note on it that says not worth it you get three things fighting against you you're gonna have a much better result because you're not Digging into these cookies. Did you see that Shark Tank episode where that they made that lockable cookie yes, jar? We've had we've had clients that take that yeah. thing. Yeah. There was times where I'm sure Krista wanted to throw my cell phone in that thing. Yeah. But yeah. There's a product, it's like a cookie jar with a lock on it and it's timed lock. Yeah. You can't get into it unless you, you can't shatter get, yeah. it in the driveway. Right. So I have yeah. this thing for gummy for gummy worms. Yeah. And I, and oh, they're great. Right? I tell my wife, like, hide those. Yeah. And then I go searching the house looking for it. Yeah. I'm like, I won't look, I swear. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. I spend the next half hour looking for it. <laughs> but the good thing is you're burning calories while you're searching. So. There you hey, go. There you go. <laughs> Right. What about CBD gummies? You got those in a lot of box? <laughs> <laughs> Take like 12 of them. Permanent sleep. But yeah. But it's all, dude, it's all strategy, man. It's some people have this like draw towards these foods. And it's like there's all this debate in the evidence-based fitness community that's like, is it an addiction? And I'm like, who the hell cares what you call it? Something is pulling people towards this food. And it's ignorant for us as fitness professionals to ignore that feeling. Like, this shit is instant happiness for a lot of people. And mm. we're telling them to stop. It's not that easy. If it was, they wouldn't need us. Right. Do you have a coach? I do have a coach. Yep. What kind of coach do you have? Jeb Stewart Johnson. He's an awesome dude. Well, what does he do? He messes with my macros and talks me into eating more food and not worrying about gaining body fat. Because when you try to get bigger, you will gain body fat. Does he work for you? Yep. Cool. Awesome dude. Yep. Any other type of coaches do you have? Um, that Mentors? Is, no. I mean, I you know, I pay attention to some people, but I don't really get in that, you know, business coaching world. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a couple dudes, local dudes, Pete and Howie Berman, have a big part in this whole story. I remember going to their office the day before I quit my job, and they were like, dude, this might be costing you money to keep your job. They said, imagine what you can do with that time if you quit. Mm. And I was like, holy shit. That was it right there. I'll see him tonight. Yeah. 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 That's all. You just need a few, like a few key people in your life to tell you what you just can't figure out yourself. Right. And that's it. Like who would ever think quit your job to make more money? The hell kind of sense does that make? But then you think about it and you're like, holy shit. That I have to, to have a successful business. I need the nine hours it takes me to get to work and work back in my life that's right 
Then I like a month that, later, we hired three more people. It was crazy. That's awesome. Yeah, it's so fun, man. I <laughs> love every second of this shit. I can tell. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. That's awesome. Yeah, it's cool, man. You boys got anything else? Uh, I think I'm straight. Shout out to Rich Rigoli. Oh, <laughs> double R. <laughs> <laughs> have him listen to this. What's your last name, Caesar? Olivares. What's that? No, we 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 know. <laughs> Double R knows because um, yeah yeah yeah. Yeah, we yeah. That's my boy Carlos Howington. All those. Oh, dude, I know. Yeah, I know all these guys. All yep, those yep, motherfuckers. Yep. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, they're all my all my buddies from way back. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yep. like we we grew up in shit like that. Yeah, so. I didn't realize you were you were in that circle. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. Good people. Uh, long time ago, though. Different. Isn't different it lifetime. weird, man, dude? Oh, like, dude. I'm gonna hit my 20 year high school reunion next summer. I think oh, that fucking crazy. I get honestly like get kind of emo about that shit. Like, <laughs> oh my god! Like, I'm 36 right now. Like, I used to think 36 was like old man, and I got gray chin hairs. And right. stuff, oh yeah. I feel I feel both. good, but holy shit, man! Like this shit ends. Like, <laughs> yeah. Like, all you can do is have a good life. You're yeah. going to die. Yeah. Right. <laughs> At some point. Time is... It's the most important thing. Yeah. It, you don't get it back. You so don't. make it last. Right? Yeah, That's right, yeah. man. And I feel like 30s were awesome. Yeah. I'm only 30. I, I, this is the best. 33. Right now. This 30s is the best. are awesome. 21. Don't... I'd never want to think about being 21 again. Yeah. I was a shithead. I didn't know what the hell was going on. <laughs> I was You're a real shithead. Fucking yeah. reckless. Right? Yeah. 20-something-year-old yeah. piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> you have no idea. Right. And I see, like... I see 22-year-olds now. I'm like, you don't know anything. You, you need to... Snapper. You need to... Naive. Life. Yeah. How old are you, George? 23. I'm going to be 24 Wait, in a couple get out of here. Are you? Yeah. Oh, my God. We'll be, we'll be 24 in a couple days. Yeah. You guys are kids. <laughs> Smelling like Similac. Yeah. I'll be going to med school just figuring things out. Yeah. When are you it. going? Uh, July. Oh, that's awesome, man. Yeah. What kind of doctor do you want to be? Uh, anesthesiologist. Very cool, man. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, this dude's super smart. Yeah, you got your, you. got your shit together. Thanks, man. Most yeah. people at your age are like just getting drunk. Just just getting drunk. Just fucking <laughs> whiskey jacks all the time. Looking for handouts. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. Not with this crew, man. This crew keeps uh, Dude, it's good home. to have people around. There's yeah. not enough like like mentors out there. I don't know many people that have done their own business and right. or living that life. It's it's cool to have that around here. Yeah. This guy right here. Cool. Yeah. It's awesome, that. Man. Is your world small too? Like as you get older, you find yeah, that I used to have small. like shit tons of friends and then you just kind of, everybody grows up. People yeah. have kids yeah. mm -hmm. they move and you still connect on like Facebook and yeah. texting uh, and shit, but exactly. it's different now you, and it's like, it's true that you are the result of like the five closest people around you. Bro, we, we just what? had, yo, yo it's right? funny that two episodes ago we had yeah. that. And Jody said it this morning. Another, really? another person was Dude, saying it's that so you're the average of your five closest friends. Right. You just all, you all bring each other up or you bring each other down. So choose those people wisely. Yeah, bro. I'm a big believer in that. Yeah. yeah. Sure. I have to get rid of a bunch of friends. Peace. <laughs> no. See you. And I mean, you don't have, like, it's not even like, it's not like that. you're out of my life. Right. It's just things change, right? Yeah. It's, it's what it is. They yeah. stop coming around a little more, and you don't put the effort back in to reconnect with them because they don't right. put it back to you. Yeah. Or they're like, just not into the shit you're into. Right. Or it's like going to the bar every single night after work. Just, yeah. like, <laughs> <laughs> just complaining about everything. I, could, I mean, I, don't get me wrong. I, I love, like, drinking and stuff like yes. that every now and then. But I the, the thought of, like, going out to Billy Joe's with a bunch of 21-year-olds that are stepping on my feet, Son of a pushing bitch. me. 
when I could just be in bed, like <laughs> bed is the You'll best. Stop pushing on me, bro. Yeah, bed <laughs> is the best, man. Oh, it's great. Get to bed, everybody. Who are you? I'm Mike Dola. Yeah, <gasps> from Stronger You. Yeah, that's right. You'll let me borrow you. Like, yeah, your mom's on the program. No. <laughs> <laughs> You'll be on it in ten years if you don't take yeah. care of yourself. No. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I got your mom's on the program. Yeah. What? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I got your mom's cell phone. No, 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 no. <laughs> Text her on a rig. Yeah. You are not her emergency contact, yeah. bro. I'll tell her what to eat. <laughs> oh, I'm sure we're, we're some people's emergency contact. They're out there and they're like, oh my God, help. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, oh, yeah, that's it. All right, last thing. It's just got so really our hungry. podcast listeners are listening right now. Finger on the button, their laptop, button. about to subscribe or sign up for a Stronger <laughs> You, convince them. Just 30 do it, seconds. man. It's always about what happens if you don't do it. You want to change. You will Everybody die. wants to feel better. What the fuck is $400 to change your life? What does 400 get you? Gets you an expert coach. It gets you a community. It gets you a lifelong education about one of the hardest things in the world, food. Mm. Nice. Love it. I... Can't imagine, like, to me, my product, but 400 bucks to, to get what we give. Wait, so completely. Agree. Can we talk about pricing as far as value and putting value? Sure, can, bro. Things? Real quick before we mm -hmm. do, you ever feel I find yourself like, is 400 too much? Fuck it, it is, or it's not. It's Every like day, I'm like, is it too much? Is it too little? Because people don't know sometimes, right? It's like we're not giving a meal plan where we're like, here go do this. Everybody else is doing that. So we're a service just like coaching, just, just like, like CrossFit. You, you see, well, I could go to planet fitness for 15 bucks. Go ahead. Go ahead. Because planet fitness isn't going to do what, what you guys can do for people. Mm -hmm. That's, that's the hardest sell. I think we should charge a thousand dollars, but then we might limit people from signing up and building upon their networks and basically not creating the free marketing that our clients can give. So people are going to listen to this five years from now and be like, wow, he was charging 400 bucks back when then. When I started, I was 120. Yeah. You could talk to me whenever the hell you wanted. For 120? For 12 weeks. For 12 weeks. Right. So tw those 12-week price. Right? Okay. Have so, you as their coach? Yeah. Oh, wow. Wow. Yeah. For I still get that price? Or, uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, you we, get that too? we do. We have people come back and I'm like, hey, here's the price. And they're like, but I paid. Right. Yeah, but you just paid for me. You didn't pay for access to 14,000 people. You didn't pay for my the knowledge I have today exactly. that I didn't have there. And the staff. And the insurance. It, like everything, everything, man. It's just every single coach now, because we're all working together and constantly talking and sharing ideas and best practices everybody's better than they used to be. Mm -hmm. So if you buy it now, it's so much better than it was. I thought I was doing all right, but I think now, shit, man. That's like my video prices. I used to charge mm -hmm. nothing. Right. And now, like, with experience and timing and different, like, settings for the camera, like, you know, there's two. Like, right. It's not Completely easy, more efficient, but yep. with that efficiency comes... Yeah. You're gonna get the best fucking product, right? Yeah, right. You ever you know? look at your older videos, Dude, like without so plugins or your your stabilizer? It's like, oh, oh <laughs> maybe I should take that off. <laughs> right? It, it's everything is it's pricing is really weird because we're only we're only able to charge what people are willing to pay. Sure. And if we go too high, people don't show up. If we're too low, people think we're shitty. Yeah. So it's like it's it's a really difficult thing to get right. Yep. So it's something it's I very, always think about. Yeah. It's tough. Yeah, it's it's tough, man. It is. Yeah, for sure. Um, 
What's one thing people don't know about you? Non-fitness related. Dude, I'm actually shy as hell. So, yeah, when I was growing up, man, I was that kid, like, attached to my mom's leg. Like, I wasn't, I would not have a conversation with anyone. And I still am. Like, I'm going to this thing tonight, and there's going to be a bunch of people there I don't know, and it's not fitness related. I don't know what the hell I'm going to talk about. What's the thing tonight? It's a investment club thing. Cool. So, it's just a bunch of dudes that I don't really relate to, but we're kind of involved in the same thing. And I'm like, shit, man, they're going to, like, judge me. Yeah. And that's like, it Fuck really it. is. It's, it's hard. Once you get me going talking about my thing, I'll open up and I'll share everything. But talking to strangers sometimes is like a form of anxiety, but I don't think of like, this is like strangers like, right. or like when I go to seminars and talk to them and hang out with our, our people. Cause it's, that's your passion. That's my thing. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I always thought those like, like mixers. Yeah, like they're so awkward because what is a mixer? Right? I know. There's go no, have a forced conversation. Talk yeah, about the weather. Exactly. I don't there's want to a, talk about the weather. Yeah, there's a forced threshold or barrier that you have to break through in an awkward way in order to talk about what you know. There's, right. Unless there's a purpose of me being there. It's like these BNI groups. You you were part of them? No, no. I, I me neither. It's every once in a while, I think, hey, should we get into these networking groups? Right. But like, I don't know, man. <laughs> I don't know if I want to be. Or put myself in one of those awkward situations. Like, like, is it worth your stress? Yeah, right. They're going to be like, what do you do? And I'm going to explain it, and they're still going to not understand what the hell I do. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Wait, so you so you sell supplements? No. <laughs> so so you give people meal plans? No. no. So what do I what do I get? How, like, how do I lose this weight? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I drink get? beers yeah. with my wife Martha back at yeah, home. Yeah. yeah, it's. I mean, yeah, that's like I don't. I'm not into that forced conversation. It's just not my thing. But put me in a room with some clients. I'm going to talk their friggin' ear off. Love it. Love yeah, I'm it. looking forward to that seminar. Yeah. Dude, it's going to be fun, man. I, I love it, man. It's the, it's the best part. That's cool. Just meeting people, hanging out, giving someone like some equipment to go kick ass at, at their goal that they didn't know before. Like the shit you're learning today. Like You're like, oh, I thought. And I'm over here like, oh, actually, like don't even worry about that. Yes, yeah, for me, like the the food timing thing, I, I've been trying to um, not eat as late. Yeah, because yeah. I always come home real late, and you guys do too. I don't know if you guys eat when you get home. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but like, I'm thinking like that's why I can't lose weight. Yeah, or whatever. If it it's Maybe. extra calories, yes. Right. But if you pull back somewhere else during the day, you're golden, man. You get crumbs in your bed. <laughs> damn, damn right I am. Uh, yeah. What's up, Jamie? Yeah, yeah. suck it. <laughs> <laughs> no, she didn't put me on it. Um, CrossFit 845 members get a 10% discount Yep, with the Stronger You program. So yeah, if you guys just, are thinking about it, man. Just mention Dude, CrossFit 845, I think you just off. convinced me after I come back from Cabo. Dude, man, we'd love to help. I why think. Wait? Why wait? Game changer, man. Yeah, he was that out. I mean, I'll be honest. I'm in Mexico. Go, yeah, go enjoy, go I'm enjoy vacation. I'll show you if you're, if you're mid-plan and you want to go away, I'll teach you how to eat when you're away and still have fun and not mess up too bad. But... If your first week is when you're away, that's not that's not good. Yeah, that's yeah. not fun. That's yeah. not fun. Well, you'll come back. We'll lose that water weight. You'll be super motivated and golden. New Orleans, I want to be a fucking. Want all that shit brick jump house, my head. That's what I want, man. Dude, yeah. We got. Do we got? Yo, some my people. mental game is up right now. Yep. I just need. Do we got some people on staff that will get you in the best shape of your life? Love it. <sighs> I love that, right, Turbo? Cut, I feel like your diesel. mental game is up. We're here. All yeah, of our we're there. Games yeah, up. for sure. Mental, you know, recovering from a bug a little bit, so yeah. physically. You guys are the result of the five people around you, right? That's right. That's right. We'll all fucking so. do it. 
I'm I'm quarter Mexican. I'm a quarter. <laughs> I'm a fifth doctor, a fifth Mexican. <laughs> All right, Mike. Thanks, brother. Where can people find you, real quick? Uh, on it, on StrongerU.com is our website. Yep. My email is Mike at StrongerUFit.com. Um, Facebook, Mike Dola, Instagram, M Dola. I mean, I'm, I'm all over the internet. So what's the Instagram stronger? You? Uh, at stronger. You just followed it. Yep. Boom. Cool. Yeah, I'm about to jump on that, so. All right, Mike. Thank you. That all was right. Thank you guys so much, man. Cool.